0: Welcome to Unfiltered and Out Loud with My and Kat, the podcast where you never know how real and uncensored it's going to get. Hey, fearless friends. Welcome to the very first episode of Unfiltered and Out Loud with My and Kat, the podcast where you never know how real and uncensored it's going to get. Welcome! We are so excited to have you guys tuning in and listening to us. This podcast has been my baby, Catherine's baby, something we've been working on for a very long time now. So we're so excited that you guys are going to be on board with us through this journey as we dive into many different topics. And we just want to have a good conversation and just chat about those topics that mean a lot to us. And that we may seldom speak of, we all have different things and that we think about, but we may not necessarily speak it out loud, so we want this to be the space where we can actually bring it to the surface. but before we dive in and I reveal what we 're first going to be talking about with this episode. I know that those listening in may be curious to know about me and Catherine and how we know each other. So I'll just give you a little bit of background information about that. Uh, Catherine and I met 12 years ago, and it's really interesting how we met. I'm not going to share that today. We'll leave that for a different episode. So you'll have to keep tuning in, but we've just become really close, good friends, soul sisters, you name it throughout the years, and this is something that just excited the both of us. So I do also want to just share a little bit about myself for those who don't know who I am. My name is Myra. I was born in Brazil, specifically in Sao Paulo, so yes, I do speak Portuguese. I moved to the United States when I was a little girl. I was just two years old. I grew up mostly in Miami, Florida. I did live in London and Grand Cayman as a child, but mostly it was in Miami, and I've been in Atlanta now for three years. One of my dreams was to move to Atlanta, so I finally took the plunge three years ago, and I been so happy being here I've got love for Florida though still do don't worry and just a little fun fact about myself I went to Australia last year for the very first time it was something that was on my bucket list for a long while and it was the most amazing trip of my life so if you're considering Australia I know during this corona era it's not a good time but when everything settles I would definitely encourage you to go so Catherine let's hear a little bit about you
1: Hi, fearless friends. My name is Catherine, and they call me Cat. So Cat is short for Catherine. And I am—I was born in Peru, so I'm Peruvian. My father is Italian, which is where I get my um, my last name from. If for those of you that know me, um, and I was brought—I was brought here by my parents when I was three months old. So basically, I lived in Florida all my life, and specifically Miami. So I am Miami raised. Um, and a little fun fact about me is the, um, the fact that I love Oreo cookies. They are, I feel like I'm addicted to them, but I am addicted to the mini Oreo cookies, which is not the same as eating the regular size Oreo cookies. I don't know why it doesn't taste the same. And that is a fun fact. I am
0: addicted to mini Oreo cookies. (laughs) Gosh, you know, and we should all have our little guilty pleasures, especially when it comes to food and we all have those little cravings. You're not the only one, Kat. And so I do want to share with everybody tuning in, drum roll please, what this first episode is going to be about. So today we are going (laughs) to talk to you guys about dating. Now, some of you are listening in and thinking, oh, God, Myra, please don't go there. Others may be excited. I know. It's just one of those things that you either love or hate or you're in between. I get it. But the truth is, it's something that's part of our modern world, especially online dating, dating with the apps. And so that's something we certainly want to talk about is exclusively online dating slash dating with the apps, I guess you could say, and we all know there are so many websites, so many different apps out there that sometimes you may not even know what to do. So from Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, okay Bumble, we have Harmony Match, Hinge, Facebook Dating, Coffee Meets Bagel, my goodness, the list is just uh, overwhelming. And we want to touch upon these apps. And a lot of them are just swiping left and right. And just how do we go about meeting people today? And what are some red flags and turnoffs? And, you know, we've noticed, Kat and I, in this dating world, that there are some things we got to pay attention to and some tips that maybe – Guys, sorry guys, we love you, but some tips that maybe guys could take into consideration, right Kat?
1: Oh yes, big time, and it's actually going to be very helpful for you guys.
0: And so we're just going to dive on in. So again, like I was saying, most of these apps consist of swiping left, swiping right. And Kat and I will share a little bit about our about our personal experiences, but we also want to share just our general observations. And we're going to start off by talking about the profile pictures. So, girls, you know, when you're on a dating app just as it is for guys, the first thing that's going to get your attention is that profile picture, that default picture. And if that picture doesn't stand out in a good way for that split second, it's a swipe left. So there are some things that we've noticed in our own dating experience that can kind of alert us to the kind of guy that is or something that's just like, ah, annoying. And Kat, you want to go ahead and jump in on this and tell us what are your thoughts? Yes. So talking
1: about profile pictures, it's such an important part of your profile of the profile because it really speaks volumes on, I think the person's character. So, um, I've noticed in my experience going through the apps, a lot of the times I'm swiping left. And the reason being is because most of the time I find pictures of men with sunglasses on and whether they have one to three pictures or six pictures, basically almost all of them have sunglasses. And once I see that they all have sunglasses, I'm going to automatically slide to the left, even if he's the most beautiful thing. But unfortunately, <laughs> most of the time he's he's hiding something or just for me happens to be not that attractive. So with the sunglasses, it's just a very pet peeve of mine. And I don't know... Um, how like what's the mentality behind the person wearing the sunglasses? What makes them think that you can actually be seen with sunglasses on? Like what what you really look like? You can't. You're you're not able to. Just the same thing when we spoke about Meyer with the hats, my right with the hats.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know the hats. It, it goes along the same lines because it's. It's interesting when a guy's wearing a cap or a hat, their appearance completely changes just by having that hat on. And yeah, that is definitely something that I've noticed too. And it's funny, Kat, because you were, you were talking about guys wearing sunglasses. And in this day and age, there's guys who will post pictures with, I'm sure, Corona masks. Corona mask, excuse me, with just the the masks to protect themselves, and I get it you 're trying to be safe you 're trying to protect yourself, but it goes back to we can 't see your face, and you know the let 's be honest the person 's appearance and their just physical attraction is the first thing that we generally pay attention to. Uh, is there anything else, Kat, that you've been noticing in your dating experience with the pictures that is a little bit of a turnoff for you or disinterests you? Oh, yes. Yeah. So aside from the sunglasses,
1: males taking pictures with all their friends. Oh, and yes.
0: This is another thing.
1: It's, on, it's just a reality for most of the time that I've seen, at least in my experience, what I've seen. Most of the time, I like his friend and I wish <laughs> the profile... is is the friend but it ends up being the the one that's not so handsome so that's a very big big pet peeve of mine have you seen that in your experience
0: i totally have and then you're just there looking you know at the picture and like okay well which one is it eeny meeny miny mo. like which one is it and yeah and i would also say another big one for me are the guys that are shirtless in most of their pictures And we, you know, we talk about like you and I, Kat, we've had the conversations about how it's really important to be confident when you're out there meeting people, but there's a fine line between confident and cocky. And when I see a guy just posting pictures of himself shirtless, it just says to me, like, he's a little bit full of himself Or he has, you know, his ego is like at the very top and he just wants to draw all this attention to himself and is just like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And it doesn't really show me a guy with substance and character. And I may be wrong, but that's the first initial reaction that I get when I see a guy who's shirtless.
1: Right, and when when I see a guy who's shirtless, my for me it's more like okay, this guy just wants to get a hookup, or he wants to hook up because it's really in there. Like you said, there's no substance in in uh, and most of the time these guys with who have pictures of them shirtless. I mean, they can have one picture of them without their shirts, but if most of the pictures are with the sh- without a shirt, their profile bio part is, is slacking, also. So. One thing that I um, remember writing on my profile one time on OKC, I uh, I said I specifically said if you're looking for a hookup, please go to Friend Finder because there's also websites for those kind of things. Good point, Kat. Yeah, so there's and so that's why I say you know if you're looking for that kind of that kind of relationship or that kind of you know experience, then there are other sites for that. So I always tell them, look, you can go to Friend Finder. So that way I can basically get rid of those kind of, you know, people looking at my profile. So, yep.
0: And if there are any guys listening in and you do one of these things and you're listening and thinking, you know, you girls have it all wrong. Like, please, you know, send us an email or leave a comment on our Instagram page, which is unfiltered and out loud. We definitely want to hear your thoughts and what's your reasoning behind that. And maybe you're coming from a different perspective. And so we would certainly like to be enlightened a little bit. So any emails out there, feel free to get in touch with us and let us know your thoughts on this.
1: Yes, please. That'd be great. Because I really always want to know what's thought process behind. And it could be something very, you know, innocent. And we Absolutely.
0: It- Absolutely. And Kat, as we know, when we're on these, we're looking at these dating pro- profiles, like we said, the first thing we're going to see is the picture. Once we see the picture, we're then going to move on to the profile and the description that's listed in the profile or the paragraph talking about the guy, or sometimes there's, none of that at all, and I know that you and I have had the conversation about when the profile has no info and it's solely pictures, that's a bit annoying, because it is a dating profile, and we do want to get to know a little bit about you, and how can we have any sense of who you are if you're not going to actually share any personal details about you?
1: That's right, absolutely. And also with the profile, <clears throat> it also really can tell us a little bit about like your personality. Um, I've seen great profiles where their where their description about themselves and what they like and how they are. It's like, wow, this guy is like he has substance. He's interesting. He's funny. You can you can totally feel it with on how they write their description. And then when you when you go into s- having conversations with him which we'll go into that later you can say okay yeah these things match you feel more comfortable but if there's absolutely no description no bio no nothing you can't really hear you just by reading then it's just a little bit like you're like how could, what kind of feeling would it be like um like left out in the cold or yes you know so it's very important i think
0: And you know, for me, Kat, uh, well, for those of you who don't know me, I'm an author. Uh, I have a couple of memoirs published and I'm a writer. So for me, I actually, in the past, I have liked it when the guy goes actually a little bit in depth about himself in the description. So if I see in the profile, like a paragraph long thing, I'm actually excited and like, ooh, he's actually talking about himself and it makes me want to know more versus if I see a profile where the guy has a four word sentence and that's it. And uh, so yeah, like Kat was saying, it really shows the, the guy's personality. I particularly also like when the guy states what he's looking for. Do you like that too, Kat? Like what he's looking for in a woman?
1: Yeah, I also like that. Although there's a funny situation here. Um, There was a guy in the profile. You know, he said, I want a normal girl. Where are the normal girls? Oh my gosh. (laughs) What does that even mean? <laughs> exactly, and then I I responded, well, you know, um, it's not it's it's not fun to be normal, and he just completely like ignored everything. <laughs> it's just kind of weird, you know, to say, I, I, I want a normal woman. It's like it's subjective. It's exactly. so subjective. Exactly. So please don't put that on your profile. <laughs> no you know say what you would like what you're looking for but you know
0: there's no such thing as normal let's no, be real <laughs> that's what I said and he the guy didn't like that so uh well too bad for him his loss at the end of the day
1: of course
0: and uh and you know guys uh, naturally then it transitions over to the conversation starter after we look at the the profile information and for a lot of these apps now the woman is the one who holds the key, at least in terms of initiating that conversation. A lot of these apps are doing that now. Okay, Cupid, Bumble are two that I can think of off the top of my head. The woman is the one who initiates the conversation. If, you, if you're a match, the woman sends a note and then the guy responds. Now Kat, I remember when this started becoming a new feature what maybe a couple of years ago or whenever it was us women were excited about it because it it just lessened the possibility of guys that were creeps messaging us all the time so it was nice for the woman to be able to send out that first message so i remember when the the feature started coming out on the apps i was pretty excited but Now, what I've noticed, um, at least in the past, is that it doesn't really make much of a difference in in my experience because sometimes you initiate the conversation and you'll start off by saying, hey, so-and-so, how's your day? Or, hey, so-and-so, how are you doing? Something very casual. And they'll just respond and say, hey. And they won't even answer your question. They won't even ask a question back and it's just like kind of dead right from the start start correct yes
1: um one thing for me though it was very uncomfortable for me to have to initiate a conversation because was it really oh yes because I'm like more old school Mm. I like for the man to take the lead to the man to take the first step I am very old school in that way so for me to have to initiate the conversation, it was a very big challenge for me. And I think if I am not mistaken back then, I was like, I'm not going to do this app. And I deleted it because it was, I did, I did obviously, you know, that with being challenged by it, obviously every time when I do feel challenged, I feel like I have to take the step regardless. So I did. So I made a couple contacts contacts um, with a few But it was not an easy thing. And like you said, many times it's like they don't have, they don't, they don't leave it opened for conversation. They completely close it right away, which I don't know if they notice that they do that or if they even know about that, or it's just simply they don't have. So I would find that they didn't have any conversation. Um, They weren't just conversationalists or just didn't have anything to say, nothing nothing like fun. I had to always come up with like fun questions so that we can at least get to know each other a little bit and have fun in the meantime, instead of that boring, hey, how was your day kind of thing?
0: Yeah. And it's interesting you say that Kat, because I have had a couple of girlfriends before say to me, well, how do you start the conversation? And they ask, like, is it something specific you ask? Like, what is your favorite animal? What is your favorite color? And for me, it's always been just very casual, like, "Hey, how's it going? How's your day? How are you doing?" Just trying to be very natural and uh, and free flowing, and I. But I can see how it can be difficult to not even know how to begin engaging with with that person. Um, and I know once we, for the guys who uh, do respond. A lot of times I find that it falls flat right from the beginning if, like we were saying, they just uh, send you one word or two word answers, like, okay, that's not really going to help. No. Or another thing that I've experienced before is the guy will respond, they'll say hello, and immediately they will follow that with, so you want to meet for a drink tonight? Yes. And it's like, you don't know anything about me. I don't know absolutely anything about you. It's just not common sense to think, well, I'm just going to go out and and meet you, this complete stranger I know absolutely nothing of. Right, right. Um, With that, so some people
1: feel when they do that it's because they feel they want to cut the bs Mm. and just get straight to the point but they also also do it because most of the times which myra we both know Mm -hmm. um people who take pictures in a certain angle don't look like that in person yes it's deceiving right it's very deceiving or oh this is another thing that i wanted to mention about the pics there's men who are, let's say they're in their forties and they'll show pictures that are them when they were in their thirties, let's say. That's just an example. <laughs> yes. So when you meet them, you're like, what? They, you don't look like you're in the, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, and at the end it ends up being very deceiving and you, you know, it's, I I have fun either way, but some people get, you know, upset or And comfortable.
0: And and I agree with you, Kat. And I think that's one of the biggest complaints I hear from people when it comes to dating is that the picture isn't a true reflection of how that person looks. And it is oftentimes a picture that's really old or whatever the case may be. When we talk about recent pictures, I I don't mean to go back to the pictures part, but let's just touch upon this real briefly because I think it's important. And for you, when we talk about recent pictures, what is something that's like a good time period that you would like to see of a recent picture? Is a recent picture for you something that's in the last three months, the last six months, the last year? What would you say?
1: I would say around at least, you know, between eight months till recent. I mean, even a year is fine. I mean, but in a year, your hair could grow, or you can cut your hair different, um, which is fine. But I think a year, le- a year and less, would be great.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with that too. I think anything less than a year is perfectly fine, and more than a year. It's like, okay, no, there can be really big changes then. And uh, Kat, when we're having that, that conversation with the guys, right, and it's eventually going to lead to meeting somebody, how long do you generally talk to a guy, whether it's via text, phone call, or anything like that before you meet the guy? Or what is the length of time that you you need in order for you to then feel comfortable transitioning to meeting that guy in person to be honest i don't find a time
1: frame whatsoever um i think it's for me it's more about the feeling that i get yes in the conversations if you um, feel chemistry a good vibe yes and preferably a facetime <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so that you can see the person at least over now. Thank God that we have that option before. Yeah, be- and in
0: the Corona era, it's like you have no excuse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So um, I just that's that's for me. I don't really have a time frame.
0: And I, and same for me, Cat. You know the story. Uh, years ago, um, an ex of mine. We we started talking and we hit it off right away. And I think it was within a week or two, I was living in uh, Miami at the time for those listening. And within a week or two, I flew up to Georgia to meet him and uh, came here. And there's also been guys where I've spoken to in two to three days. And then it's like, let's meet. And, you know, and you were talking about the the video chat. I think that's really, it's a really good way to get to know somebody before meeting them in person. I have one rule, which is I always want to talk on the phone. I will not meet a guy if we've only been texting. I just, I want to hear the voice, make sure it's legit, make sure it's who he says he is. And if it's a video chat in combination, wonderful. Uh, You know, recently, um the guy that I that I was dating we chatted for like 8 hours through video chat and it was amazing and then we met in person and it took off and everything went wonderfully from there. So uh, it does vary. I th- I agree with you, depending on the the guy and the, the feeling you're sensing, the vibe you get. It can be something where, you know, within a couple of days, you're like, okay, I want to meet you. Like, I feel really connected. I feel like we've known each other for a long time. And in other cases, it's it can be a little bit slower, like, okay, I'm fine just chatting for a week or two. But I, in my personal experience, I never chat with a guy for more than I would say around two, week, two weeks max um, before meeting them. And, uh, and And yeah, and then th- that transition of then actually meeting in person, which can be a little bit nerve wracking, what has your experience been like when it comes to that? So for me, um,
1: there's this thing where when you have a conversation for a certain amount of time, I've had this experience before, where at some point in time, it's like, okay, well, we need to meet in person and um, it might take however it might take so The thing is to, for me, at least from my experience, I've been able to meet these guys, obviously in a place that is a public place, right? Yes, a public place, which is, you know, for safety reasons, of course. Um, And in my experiences, I've really, I've only had one bad experience, but it wasn't bad, bad. It was more that. When I met this person, at first it was a conversations. He hit it up, you know, he was very funny and always, you know, always knew what to say. He never had um, he was never quiet. And we hit it off. It was amazing. And we transitioned into okay, well, I think it's time that we should meet up and get to know each other in person because we had so much fun over, over um texting as at the time. And when I met him in person, he was the same. The only issue was that he was wearing glitter in his body. Glitter? Like um, what do you call this? The um bronzer, like it's
0: oh right, like, like the the sparkling
1: right bronzer, sparkling right? Bronzer on his chest and <laughs> oh my gosh. It so it was so awkward. And when we met in this place in um here in Aventura. Um, He was sweet. He he had flowers for me, but he expected to kiss me right away in this first. Oh no! So I I didn't. I felt very uncomfortable. Even though okay, I felt uncomfortable. Obviously, I turned my head, but you know he we still kept the conversations and we spoke for a very long time. But that was the moment where I said, you know, this is not going to have a second meetup. So <laughs> that is one of my not so great meetups and then all the other meetups of course um they were fun some were you know just finishing a relationship and I felt like that was not safe in a way because sometimes um people keep their ex in their head
0: and you know how I feel about that cat <laughs> oh yes
1: <laughs> so that was yeah okay that's how I decide for whether I'm going to see the person or not but um yeah there's 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 great experiences too where you know it ends up being for hours and then it turns into something else and then you actually turn it into a relationship which is what you want of course and um my experiences thank goodness have not been bad except for that one time that you know the guy was wearing body glitter and bronzer (laughs) it was the weirdest thing But um, other than that, I don't think I ever had any other experience. But I always, always ask them about their experience when they've met other people. And they tell me like all these weird stories that it's like, well, thank God. Knock on wood, it's never happened to me. Has anything happened to you that's more or less like they would say, yeah, it was not a good meetup?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And especially I think for us women, we have to be even more cautious and even more careful. I do remember the one that comes to mind is one time I went on a date with this guy. We decided to go on a second date and we ended up at his house and he was so aggressive to the point where I thought he wasn't going to let me leave his house. And I think, I believe I texted you Kat that night and I was just nervous that I, the guy was literally not gonna let me leave his house and just bar me from, you know, opening his front door. Uh, so that one was borderline scary and yeah i've had i 've had bad experiences in the sense of you meet, and then there 's just no conversation and I understand we 're all nervous at first, and not everybody is just extroverted and super outgoing like I am, but it was just like dead dead conversation the the whole time, and those haven 't been fun at all. But like you were saying, I think in the dating world nowadays, it's such a hit or miss and some of them can be spectacular. I have certainly had relationships that started because of meeting the guy online and those were wonderful and they were very fulfilling. So I've certainly had, you know, boyfriends that I met online and then I've had the ones that were just it really didn't go anywhere and it kind of fell flat and Have it's you ever just had the funny ones like funny, funny ones yes yeah. so the one i tend to share is this was when i moved to atlanta There was a guy who took me to, our date was going to see a a baseball game. And I had never been to a baseball game. It was uh, the first time in my life. And uh, it was here at the Central Stadium in Atlanta, for those of you who are here. And we're driving in his car, and he has Suri on the GPS. And he starts talking to her. And so Suri would say something like, okay, make a left here or make a right here. And he would respond as if she was a person and say, okay, sorry, thank you very much. I'm listening. Yes, I will make a left here. And then she would say, go straight. And he'd be like, okay, sorry, yes, I'm going to go straight right now. Thank you. And it was just the the weirdest thing. Like he was having this actual interaction with a GPS. And I was like, okay. I mean, to each their own. But for me personally, that that's a little bit odd. So, yeah, I, I've definitely had my my share of funny experiences. I've had so many experiences. I could write a book about it, and you and I, you know, talk about our experiences all the time. And, uh, Kat, I also think it's important for us to – talk a little bit about, and I want to speak specifically to the women tuning in. We, we've said before you were talking about how when you meet a guy for the first time, you meet him in public. And I do the same. The very first time, it's always in public. And it's important for us to take safety precautions yes. um, to just make sure we're living in a world where we you, you just don't know, right? The truth is we just don't know what we can encounter and Unfortunately, we do hear on the news from time to time of dates that ended really badly. And so I know with you and I, Kat, one of the ways that we try to protect ourselves and just um, do what we can to minimize um, things from happening is we both have an app called Life360. And uh, I have Kat on it. She has me on it. And the great thing about this app is that she knows where I am at all times. And I know where she is at all times. Uh, So she doesn't have to text me or anything. And so that is something that I know, at least for me, provides me peace of mind. And something I've done with Kat in the past too is I will always give her the phone number (laughs) of the guy that I will Meet. I will always give her the phone number in case, God forbid, something bad happens to me. She knows, okay, this is the number, and she can give this number to the police or whatever the case may be. Now, you were talking about funny stories, Kat. So, a funny story here is there was one time that I was dating a guy, and we're not going to mention his name, but Kat, you'll know who it is, where I shared his number with you, went on the date, and he and I started hitting it off, and we started seeing each other pretty frequently. But then there was one time that you didn't hear from me. Oh. <laughs> you started getting worried. And you texted him? Is that what it was? Yeah, I texted him. <laughs> I
1: asked about you. Oh,
0: I was worried. And it was so funny because the next thing I know, the guy texts me. He's like, yeah, you may want to text your friend Kat. She just <laughs> texted me. She's worried about you. And I'm like, what? And then I had to like, you know, explain to him, like, why you had his number, <laughs> and, like, one of my close contacts was suddenly reaching out to him, and he's like, uh, why does this girl even have my number, and so, uh, but, yeah, do you have any safety tips that you follow? No,
1: I, I, you touched base on the important one, which is that, life 360, you know, giving, you know, hey, just in case, I'm going, you know, I'm going up here. And also a thing that we do, um, you and I keep in contact during, so we you do. Might, you might sneak into the bathroom. I might sneak into the bathroom. We'll t- let each other know how it goes. Um, and then eventually, of course, we always, always touch base the next day if not. Yes. That night.
0: So guys, gentlemen who are listening in, if the girl, if you're on a date, and the girl excuses herself to get to go to the bathroom. Nine times out of ten, she's gonna be texting one of her best friends when she's at the bathroom. So if she's taking a little long, that's why. So now yeah. you know just a little insight when it comes to us girls and dating.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Any- and so, no, go ahead,
1: Kat. Other, I think that's it, pretty much. We.
0: Yeah, I think that's it too. You know, I think for those tuning in, we all know what really drives it home is the chemistry. Mm -hmm. Uh, What really drives it home is when you're with that person and you just feel at ease, you feel like you can be yourself and you're just talking and laughing for hours, then there's a guarantee that there's going to be a second date and you get giddy and excited. And yeah. for those dates that don't work out, it's okay. You know, we're not gonna hit it off with every single person. And then we just wish them well and we're beyond our merry way. Exactly. And uh, so that's the gist of it, guys, when it comes to online dating. But guess what? There's some good news. We're not going to finish it here. Our next episode, we are going to continue talking about dating. We're going to get more into it. Specifically, we're then going to talk about in the next episode of how to be your authentic self when it comes to dating. We have so much pressure and we have fears and we have insecurities. We're all human beings and we all have a story, right? We all have a story to tell. And how can we still... Be our authentic selves and not lean on, well, I just want to impress this person. I just want to impress that person. But no, you can really touch in touch with who you really are so then you can connect even further. And we're also going to then talk about uh, the dating stories where ultimately it doesn't work out and you end up heartbroken and that's devastating for all of us. And Kat, I know you've experienced that and I have too, and it's really hard when it doesn't work out and you're just torn apart. And how do you move on from that? How do you move on for that? So uh, stay tuned to our next episode as we continue our conversation about dating, but we don't want to sign off without um, also talking to you guys. So, uh, Catherine, can you tell them what we're hoping to hear from them?
1: Yes. From our listeners? Yes. So, um, we want to ask a question for you guys. Um, and I want you guys to tell us about your worst dating experience that you've had, um, by using the app, a dating app, or, you know, if it's just a website, it's fine, but we just want to hear what were your worst dating experiences, that you've had through dating, through your dating.
0: Juicy. It's going to get juicy. And guys, you know, keep it nameless, okay? Let's not hurt people's feelings. (laughs) (laughs) So um, unless the guy was a real jerk. But no, (laughs) let's try to just keep it nameless. Yeah, we would love to hear those stories. Those stories are always um, fun to share or sometimes not as fun sometimes embarrassing but yeah we'd love to hear more about that for sure
1: absolutely
0: and so guys thank you for tuning in to our very first episode again we are ecstatic that you have taken the time thank you so much for the support thank you so much for the love you know we're just getting started we're just giving birth to this baby we have a lot of cool ideas in mind for upcoming episodes and feel free to share your feedback. Feel free to let us know what you want to hear more of. And we, we would just like to get your thoughts for sure. And so Kat, I guess we're going to sign it off from here
1: Yes. and
0: uh, stay real, stay real guys, stay true to yourselves. And that's it from me and Kat, you can go ahead and say goodbye too. And we'll end it here. Okay. So yes,
1: as Myra said, we're going to have very interesting and amazing topics coming up. And we thank you. We love you. And we will tune in again soon. We'll see you guys. All right. Bye. Bye.